Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and it is Thursday, right at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and you are listening to an hour of sports talk on WKOM 101.7, and I am joined in the studio by Coach D. We Good say, afternoon. Hey, Coach. What's and uh, always by Clayton the Claw Harris. Good afternoon, Clayton. Good afternoon, Drake. All right. And... Uh, we're going to start off the show on a somber note, and that is the passing of Mississippi State head coach and all-around good guy, uh, Mike Leach. He, um, if I'm sure he, most of our listeners out there have heard the news, but if you haven't, he had a massive heart attack um, this past week, and uh, – Weekend, I guess it was over the weekend. Sunday, yeah. Okay, it was on Sunday, and um, they really—I I just, I suspect, and I don't know the exact details, but I suspect that they just couldn't get—they couldn't bring him back. I mean, they—they—they they, they defibrillated him, or they brought in the defibrillators. It was a little. There, there was some and, time between the heart attack and them getting to him, and um, okay. I, I, you know, I think it was one of those situations where, uh, you know, the, the the machines were keeping him alive, but he he was gone. Um, that, that, and at sixty one years old, coach, I mean, dang, that's tough. Uh, I I had the opportunity to hear him speak before sitting in the audience, and he's probably three or four rows in front of us. Great guy, great coach. Uh, Love watching him coach. Uh, the uh, how he did it was. He, Spectacular! I've really liked what he did in the college football world. Now, I'll tell you what, it, it, uh, the one game I was fortunate enough to get down to Tuscaloosa to this year was uh, Mississippi State. That's right. Now, and man, Mike is, a, you know, his track record, he's, he's a good football coach. He, his air raid, when you talk about air raid offenses, I mean, that's pretty much Mike Leach. He pretty much invented the air raid. And uh, so if any time – moving forward in our lives that we hear the term uh, uh, this team has an air raid type offense. I mean, this is Mike Leach that pretty much designed that type of offense and did. Now, God bless his soul, it, it, in the Alabama game this year in Tuscaloosa against Mississippi State, I thought he made a couple of, I thought he made a couple of fourth down decisions that he probably should not have made. You know, in his comments after that game, too, was also that he thought his team was scared. And he wasn't afraid to be brutally Roll the dice. Roll the dice. And roll the dice. That was part of that offense. I mean, uh, if you remember the Auburn-Mississippi State game at Mississippi State, uh, there was a video of him literally uh, throwing down every one of the chairs that his receivers were to sit on. He folded them up and just put them down on the ground. He didn't want them to sit because he didn't think they deserved to. And, you know, I mean, I get it. I mean, I understand. I understand. He, but that, he, but he that was, game was that that from the some decisions that he made. 
That game was over at halftime. That Mississippi State game was over at halftime. It was what twenty-one to nothing or something like that, Coach. Yeah, but it was, I was and there it, as well. He went for it on. It was I don't know. It was fourteen to nothing or seven to nothing, Alabama. And he goes for it. Uh, he goes for it on his own, like forty, thirty-five, forty-yard line in the first half. Doesn't make it. And Alabama takes the ball and scores a touchdown, makes it fourteen nothing or twenty-one nothing, whatever it was, and. The way Mississippi State and the way Alabama was playing defense, and Alabama just come off the Tennessee loss, and uh, they were pissed, and they their defense was playing at a high level. And actually, the offense never scored to the last play of the game. There you go. Yeah, so, right. so the game was was over. But anyway, um, we sure are sorry to uh, to hear about Mike Leach and 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 the college football world is has lost a lost someone who. Um, who meant a lot to college football and obviously to the Mississippi State family. A legend and also a great football coach and a New York Times bestselling author. There, did, you know, did you know I did not know that. Yes. Uh, Swing Your Sword was one of his books that he wrote. You know, Obviously, his nickname was The Pirate. Uh, and then he also wrote a book about Geronimo and his attack tactics that he used in battle. Huh. And well, I, I have not read that book, but I would I, – I may that that may be on the list now. Might be a good Christmas present for you to tell Santa Claus. And he had a great way to treat concussions. Yes, uh, he would use the storage sheds. Uh, you, you remember the incident with uh, no? Craig, Craig James, Craig, Craig, tell, tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, I mean, he was at Texas Tech. Craig James, who played at SMU, his son played. He 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 wasn't anywhere near what Craig James was. Apparently, he was a habitual complainer. I uh, said he had a concussion, so Mike Leach said, all right, well, you need to be in a dark space. He put him in a storage shed next to the practice field and uh, left him in there for the rest of practice. Locked the door. <laughs> yeah, and then he ended up at Washington State about a year later. That, well, there you go. Um, <laughs> and Mississippi State has has hired a new head coach. The diff, Their defensive coordinator under Mike Leach, Mr. 36-year-old Zach Arnett, uh, will be Mississippi State's new head coach. This is not an interim position. Fifth youngest coach in college football. There you go. At 36 years old, and he's going to start out with a, about a base salary, $3 million. Um, so, in a roundabout way, uh, congratulations to Zach Arnett. I'm sure these, he's accepting this position with a heavy heart. And, um, you know, I think – to hear people talk about Mike Leach, he he made friends easily. He was, uh, you know, a good guy. Had kind of would would sit down and tell you his philosophy on life and 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 how he felt about things and, and weddings and eloping and pizzas. not doing a wedding. Right, and so uh, Big, Bigfoot. Did I read this correctly uh, this week that the Mississippi State give the option to the players if they play the bow game or not? And the players voted unanimously to play this ball I game. think that's correct. I, read that. I think that's right. And and they and they they did that kind of quickly. And then they need to let the bowl their bowl people know whether they were going to participate or not. Um, One of the players said it's only appropriate we go to Raymond James Stadium and play in honor of him, where a pirate ship. That's right. That's right. That that's where the Tampa Bay Bucks play, and there's that they've got that big pirate ship on the one. I guess it. To the north end, the end zones, yeah. north end of the end zone. I would assume. I think it is. So, so anyway, um, that's what's going on with Mississippi State. And um, rest in peace, Coach Leach. And uh, 
Drew Brees is going to <coughs> excuse me. Drew Brees is going to help out Purdue in their bowl game. He's going to be a coach on the field. Uh, you know, Drew Brees played at Purdue from 97 through 2000. Oh, I remember. And set every school record, passing record there was, broke, just smashed them. Played for a head coach, Joe Tiller. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and this is all because Jeff Brom, um, who has Columbia, Tennessee ties. I did not know that. Yeah, you know, he, has, he has some ties. There's some, there's some of his family lives here locally. Um, uh, left, for, left for the Louisville head coaching job. Um, Which is home to him. Right. You can right. never, ever blame former players for coming home. Right. Our, our coaches. Right. That's right. what I'm saying. Former players who get into the coaching profession, they ultimately want to come home. Right. And um, so, and, and you know, Purdue has the, the O'Connell uh, kid at uh, young man, I'd say, not kid, but young man at quarterback. And he's pretty darn good. Yeah. And uh, he's kind of a big cat, and he's, he's kind of thick, but uh, but he could hum the ball. And uh, Drew Brees could come in there, work with him for a few weeks. I mean, he's got he's got to help. What's I mean, he you know, hurt? Drew Brees is you know, it's a hell of a quarterback. So. Absolutely. Um, Bobby Petrino is a blast from the past. Bobby Petrino is coming back to Division One football coaching. Um, it's official, huh? Well, he is going to be the new offensive coordinator at UNLV. What? I thought he was going to A&M. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. No. Uh, Petrino, the past three seasons, he's been at Mississippi, at Missouri State. And, uh, you know, he coached at Louisville and then Arkansas, right? And then and then he got uh, – A little trouble. He was on a bike ride. He was on – speaking of – he was enjoying a bike ride one day. And uh, he just was giving a girl a lift uh, that was on the back of his bike and had an accident. And she was his secretary, I think. No, she was a former volleyball player, but she worked somewhere in the athletic. She did, department. yeah, she did. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, speculation about maybe somebody ran him off the road. I don't know, maybe an ex-boyfriend. I, I don't know. I, I, it wasn't conspiracy theory well, I just, of some I, sort. Of. I just know in his press conference he had a neck brace on and a black eye, so – you know, <laughs> maybe maybe that's when his wife got a hold of him. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, Ash Tiger. Yeah, I mean that that could be when his wife that had nothing to do that might have nothing to do with the motorcycle accident. Correct. But anyway, uh, Coach Bobby Petrino is coming back to FBS coaching, and uh, he's headed to UNLV, uh, which you know. UNLV would be – they need it. UNLV is pathetic on offense this year. I watched a ball game, and I had a little wager on the over, and they did not even sniff the over. They could have played three ball games and not gotten close to the over that was on there. So well, I, I, I could think of worse places to live than Las Vegas. Absolutely. You know I mean? Absolutely. I'd like to – I think I love – I'd like to move to Las Vegas, and a lot of people around here probably would like me to move to Las Vegas. So I'm just saying uh, I, I could live I could live in the desert out there. Maybe a seasonal uh, type of – Season? It's season year-round in Vegas. What are you talking well, about? I, I, mean, I could see you leaving in September after Labor Day when think, football gets cranked and, up. And Coming back after Super Bowl or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'm, hey, I'm, if if you know, you need to talk to my wife because I think if I could convince her of that, I'd I'd go for it. Pack the new the new puppy up, me and Carl and Susan, 
and just head west, baby. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, that'd be I, awesome. I, I, it would be a beautiful place to live. There you go. Um, and uh, and the best time of year would be football season. Absolutely. Or just stay out there till I go broke, which would probably be one one season. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see what else is going on. Auburn running back Tank Bigsby, the big. You know, you all familiar with Bigsby oh, yeah, that Tank. runs. Good running back, solid running back, runs hard, hard to bring down. Uh, he's declared for the NFL draft. So if you declare for the NFL draft, you're, I mean, I'm, call me, call me Col- Dumbo, Columbo, but if you declare for the NFL draft, you're out. No, actually, you can still play in your bow game. There's a certain date. Uh, you cannot sign with the nation. Once you sign with the nation, you're out. You're done. But if you declare for the draft, you can still play your bow game. And then oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, he declares for the draft. Boom, you know, he's he's finished. I was uh, well. Un- unfortunately for Auburn, uh, they're not in a bowl game. But you know, yeah, that's right. But in a portal, it's different. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. If that's you put right. your name in a portal, you're done. You can't play in the bow. But if you could declare to laugh without age, you could play in your bow game. But Auburn's not playing bow. You know what? You're exactly right. I was just I, – I didn't think about it. What did they end up, like five and seven? Five then? wins. Five and seven. And so you – pretty much the new rule, you got to be at least 500 kind of or something. Yeah, Ar- six uh, wins. Well, look at Army. They they, they beat Navy and, and ended up six and six. So. And they're in. Yeah. You know. Well, I, I, you know, Auburn is – Generally, been in a bowl game somewhere every year. Uh, so that's I was just assuming. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize that they didn't yeah. have at least a five hundred season. But you can slide in with a five win in case something like Mississippi State happened. They bowed out and couldn't play because of the okay. death. They'll okay. slip a, a five win team in. I got you. Only way you can get in like that. And I think it, that goes by like you gotta have a certain graduation rate or something. Uh, and speaking of Auburn. Uh, Roll Tide, uh, the Alabama just got a five-star commitment. Today. Big. Today. Justice Haynes out of Buford, Georgia. Five-star. Five-star committed to Alabama today. Running Um, running back. Running back. He is ranked by rivals as the number one running back in the country. And by 24-7, he's ranked number three. Had offers from Ohio State to Florida, the LSU, the all, Auburn, all the all big bo- all the big boys. Georgia. In fact, today he canceled his in-home visits with Georgia and Ohio State and said, "I'm done. I'm going to Bama." Well, I got two words for that: roll tide, roll tide, roll tide. Roll tide. Right. There you go. Um, but he's uh, five foot ten, one hundred ninety-five pounds, and uh, obviously one hell of a running back out of Buford, Georgia. So, congratulations to Alabama and, and Coach Saban and his staff. They work hard. Recruiting these five-star athletes that are, you know, obviously just hounded by every program in the country, well, just about every program. Some, some, I would guess some programs, coaches don't even make the attempt on on some of these guys, right? I mean, you're right; they don't. Uh, they will throw a little hail mary out there and say, "We'd love to have you, but we probably ain't gonna get you." But it was nice talking to you, right? I've right. So, but you know, like you said, the LSU's of the world, the the Alabamas, the Auburns, uh, that most most of the SEC schools um, will the upper tier of those schools anyway will go after these five star athletes, and I'm sure. It, I mean, I've never been involved in the recruiting process, or, or really claim to know how that how that works. But it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, 
it's got to be just vicious. And it is. It's I mean, most you know, definitely vicious. I mean, it's, it's they stay uh, on top of these guys like nobody's business. It, it, it's crazy what it is. There you go. And nope. if, you, if you have around it, it's kind of neat to see it. Okay, I'd like to be. I'd like to see that one time. Okay, uh, we are approaching our first break, and uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach D and Clayton Claw, and we just had a special guest come in, and we're gonna take a break for two minutes. We'll be right back. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at GarbageManInc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I am joined with with my man Clayton the Claw Harris on the boards, and James, Coach James D, over here giving his professional opinion of everything sports. As we go over that, uh, just to finish up some college stuff. What'd you have, Coach? I got a question for okay. you two guys. All right. Since the NIL deal is happening right now, do you think that during the course of the season, we take Alabama, do you rally together as coach staff and start telling you guys, hey, we might want to encourage some of them cats to jump in because we can go out and replace them pretty quick right now. If they're not really panning out, do you think that goes on now? I, you know, I read an article earlier today that said that some of these teams, they didn't mention – they didn't mention – 
what teams, but there was some kids that weren't getting payment as they were supposed to, and now they're all in the portal. <laughs> so, I mean, so in other words, they cut a deal and they were just weren't, and, and they, they did they, they, they did some work for some companies and didn't get paid like they correct. So that that's a whole other issue that that. I mean, this, this is what we're going to, have to deal with. I mean, and then, I, and then you start looking at some of the names, and you start seeing, and you researching, researching them, and there's some of four and five star guys out there, but you never heard anything from them. Oh, you hit the portal. Well, well, I, I wonder if do, are these college kids are they signing with? Do they are they do they have representation, legal representation? Do they have agents that, that, that are already handling? Their deals. I don't I think. Mean, I don't think you can have. You can't have agent. agent. I don't think. I mean, maybe representation. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, it's like the wild, wild west. Man. It is. I don't think anybody really knows. I mean, it, it's just crazy. Well, supposedly, supposedly that's what went on at Tennessee before the South Carolina game. There was yes, there was a player, um, Mr. Banks, Jeremy Banks, that was complaining about his money coming in and and his deal right he he wanted more money he wanted more money and he wanted kind of he was kind of complaining about his representation through the spire yeah spire Spire group spire Uh, group there in knoxville that were handling those for the university of tennessee and their players and he was he was unhappy and he was he was letting it be known in the locker room, and that's kind of when the altercation took place between him and Hendon Hooker and Joe Milton and Joe Milton. And so, you know, the problem is is that these kids right now, Dad, they've got enough to worry about. They should have enough to worry about on their plate. You know, have enough on their plate with college football practice. And just getting managing managing their studies if they're studying and going to class, uh, like they should be, uh, managing those two, and just getting through life in general as as a, as a as a, a teenager and somebody in their in their early twenties without having to worry about a, a dang contract and and money and all this. And I, I mean, you know what I mean. Well, this tra- the transfer portal has got to stop because what's going to happen is, and you're already seeing it. You got guys, they'll sign with somebody, they'll get an NIL deal, they'll play one year, and then they'll say, you know what? I had a good year, so I'm going to put my name in the transfer portal and get a raise. That's okay. what they're doing. And, 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 and I'm telling you, you're going to see these guys, they're going to be journeymen year after year. They're going to go, it's basically, I'm going to put my name in the portal, I'm going to the highest bidder. Well, so, I mean, you're basically going to have your bags packed. Yeah, At all time, there's no to loyalty okay. anymore. Okay, but but okay, all right. So you take Alabama for instance, um, Jameer Gibbs mm-hmm. jumps in the transfer portal, and Alabama goes running to him to pick him up, right? And then a kid from Alabama who might not be getting a five, a four, a four star, might not be getting the playing time he feels he should get at wide receiver. You know, he says, you know, I, but I tell you, who could use a wide receiver? He said Auburn could use a wide receiver, or Mississippi State, or Texas A&M could use a wide receiver. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm not getting playing time here. I'm gonna jump in the portal. And Alabama gets in, and Coach Saban, you know, and his coaches, well, you know, just hang in there one more year, and and and, and you'll you'll get the playing time you'll need, whatever the deal is. And and I know they don't like the transfer portal, but the deal is, is they like the transfer portal when Jameer Gibbs got into it, and they got Jameer Gibbs, but they don't like the transfer portal. 
when they lose players to the transfer portal. So you kind of, you kind of, you can't have it both ways. Well, you see, know what I mean? And see, this all started a few years back when they allowed graduates who got their bachelor's before their fourth year of eligibility the opportunity. Russell Wilson, for example, played at NC State, got his degree in three years, decided his fourth year. Ohio State. He'd go to Wisconsin. Oh, oh I'm sorry. That's right. Wisconsin. He, he, would, right. he would go to Wisconsin. And he would go up there to work on his master's, and he would have to sit out a year. Prior to the transfer portal, it's kind of like TWSAA. You cannot play at another school unless you physically move. Uh, and, and just like the same thing in college, you you weren't allowed to transfer without having to sit out a year unless you filed for an appeal with the NCAA. Now it's just like open free agency every year. And, and, and there's no continuity there's no loyalty anymore. You saw AJ McCarron's comments, didn't you? They don't make he, he and he just played ten years ago, but he's saying that they don't make guys the way they did with us. Reverse that back twenty five years, uh, thirty years ago, freshmen didn't get to play any. Right, it, Reggie Rag, Reggie. <laughs> no, Rag, remember Reggie right. Raglan? Yeah, he said he made the comment yesterday or the day before that you know what? If they don't want to be there, to hell with them. There is no loyalty. There, there, no, there no, there is no loyalty anymore. No, I think it's all it's all about the Benjamins. I mean, just, I mean, you know what I mean. It, it, it's it, all about. It's going to kill college football, in my opinion. I mean, it, it, it's going to change the game. Well, and and coaching people that know how the AAU system works and how travel ball and, and you know these kids start the superior athletically superior kids start at a very young age. And I hate to use the word groomed, but they, they are basically groomed into being these kind of athletic superstars within their community and put on a pedestal and treated different than other children there in their same class and their same, their peers. And they're, and, and that's so, and they're all the way up through high school and on into college. They're just treated different. So when they get to college, they have an expectation of being treated different. Does yeah. that make sense? And being pampered, you know, and then when they get to, they get to Alabama, let's say, and they're sitting in a room with 35, 40 other pampered five-star players, five-star players, it kind of, they don't like it. It's, co <laughs> I mean, it's, co don't it's competition. Yeah, absolutely. It's competition. When before they didn't have any competition, they could do whatever they wanted to. They, they were knew the big dog. They were going to play. I mean, they, you know, they could, they could not show up for practice or whatever the deal was, not do, not keep their great, whatever the deal was. They were going to play because they were the superstar defensive end, linebacker, wide receiver, quarterback, or running back, uh, in that community. But when they get to Alabama, they're just another running back. They're just another five star running back. Right. Absolutely. Look at Trey Sanders. And if they don't get if they don't get the playing times, this transfer portal and this way the system is now being used is just a way to say, well, screw this. I'm out of here. I can go, I, I can go and start every game at Georgia Tech. It's terrible. Again, I think the NCAA is run by a bunch of morons. It was a terrible idea, um, and it, it, college football in the long run is going to suffer because of it. I, I'm just telling you right now. It. It. it this is. This is not good. This is not good for the game. That's my opinion. Well, the NIL stuff, I don't really mind as much because these universities make billions of dollars off these kids. I do believe they deserve something. Now, I do think it needs to be probably regulated and, and, and certain things need to be put in place. But 
as far as the transfer portal goes, can't stand it. Because they used to have the rule that made you stay unless you were willing to sit out a year. What would happen to the good old days that you come play football for us, and I promise you, if you buy in and hit the books hard, you'll graduate from the university of whoever, and you'll have a pay-for diploma and a guaranteed good job. Well, <laughs> and you're getting something. Well, the problem is nowadays when you've got Texas A&M, I know, Alabama, yeah. University of Tennessee, that's saying – uh, you come play for us, and we're going to guarantee you a so many million dollar or hundred thousand dollars of uh, nil money. Nil money, and and there's no way that they could ever graduate right off the bat first year with a with a diploma in their hand and make that type of money. No, oh look at Nico, uh, the kid that Tennessee's bringing in to be their, their big five star quarterback. He's been what offered eight million dollars in nil, eight million dollars. That's crazy. It that, is crazy. That, that's absolutely nuts. But you know, it I guess it's just the way the way things are. And you know, in the locker room, that's got to that's got to divide a team. I'm sorry, it's you know, it's just good it's got to divide a team when you have a certain group of players that are over here being guaranteed millions of dollars, and you got then you got an offensive lineman from Columbia, Tennessee that's breaking his back just trying to get it into the starting lineup and his job's to protect pa- and pass in school and attend class and do the right thing, and he ain't getting squat. Well, they are getting some. I've, I've noticed some of them getting something because I've seen too many uh, articles. In the quarterback in at college, bought all the linemen Rolex watches. <laughs> getting nah, something. Nah, <laughs> I'd like to have a Rolex. Again, Me too. I tell you what, the amateur part of college football is over with. I mean, it, it honestly is. It, it, it's over with. Well, and maybe it's been over for a, a long time, and we just didn't. Well, we, we knew it was I happening mean, under the table for the really good players, but everybody. You know, in my it. opinion, the way the NCAA should have done it a long time ago with these huge March Madness TV contracts and all these other other huge contracts that that they were signing and making a lot of money off of, including including the colleges. Uh. They should they should have they should siphon off some money to full scholarship players across the board. Yeah, thirty thousand. If you got a scholarship a player of tennis, and you know, yeah, you know the tennis the tennis doesn't generate any cash into the program, but your basketball and your football does. Bing. And well, your girl softball does too. You know, they sell out every every. And so house. I felt as though that you know, give these kids some money, uh, a monthly uh, stipend. Yeah, to 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 have. To have some money in their pockets. That way, money. that way they don't have to go and cozy up to to the big booster. Right. You know what I mean? They don't have to have the three or four or five hundred dollar handshakes. You know, those that those days would be gone if you just you know, those kids don't want to pony up to some old some old geezer from from Birmingham that's been a booster for a hundred years down there that gets to walk in the locker room after a win. They don't they don't know that guy. They don't want to get close to that guy. Give these kids that are down there on full scholarship enough money to take their take their girlfriend or whoever out to eat dinner, go to a movie, whatever the deal is, and they 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 can get away from these boosters. I mean that's I, what the NC that's what the NCAA should have done, in well, my opinion. Those the conferences don't want to share that money with those kids. They don't want to do well, it. Well, that's pathetic. It is pathetic. I, I That's why the NIL stuff, I, it doesn't bother me as much as the portal does. Because they're going to use the portal as a bidding market. That's all it's going to become. It's going to become 
you know, I'm going to go play a year at this school, and then I'm going to put my name in the portal and see what the has has. Been. And so, so I wonder how that works exactly. You you just kind of put your name, your new name is added to a transfer portal list, yeah. And then and then all colleges can can just hit a button and have the list printed out, and they can look down through there and say, let's say we need a we need an offensive lineman, we need a defensive lineman, we need a, and just go down there and start calling them. You remember yeah. Sal Sinceri? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an assistant at Alabama. Yeah. He was, went to UT. His son, coordinator. His uh, son played at Alabama. Vinny. Vinny. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Sal's on staff at Bama. You know what he does all day? He sits in front of a computer and watches the portal. That's his job. If he sees somebody on the portal that they that they might need a certain position or somebody that they may be he lets he lets the recruiting they folks con- know. Well, he contacts that kid immediately. And a lot of times that name was on the board before they went somewhere else, and that name pops back again. We recruited him hard. Let's get him. So yep. they go after him. Kind of like there was, you know, before Drake May decided to stay at North Carolina, a lot of talk that his he, name enters the portal. He's getting a call from Tuscaloosa. Well, yeah, I, I would imagine they would have the, you know, I don't blame them if it's allowed and it's legal, and you know these these highly recruited players are leaving the schools that they are either not happy at or not getting playing time. They, you know, they go somewhere else. You know, why not? Why not go to a big big time university like Alabama? I mean, nobody really knew who Jameer Gibbs was before he came to Alabama. I didn't. I mean, you know, right? No, no, it, and that's one of the perks of the transfer portal. If you do really well at a UT Martin or, or some, a smaller school, then you jump in and and get all that exposure. Um, well, they had they had this portal. Many years now, but it wasn't called what it is now, but it was called down in Mississippi. Go down and get these uh, junior college kids. And so that's what they used to do. Yeah, like uh, North Northeast Mississippi Community College. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, t- tomorrow the bowls start, folks. And uh, in the morning at 1030, the Bahama Bowl, b- b- the Bahama the Bahamas Bowl cranks up at 10.30 in the morning with Miami of Ohio versus UAB. UAB's 10.5-point favorite with a 45 total. And, our, you know, Clayton, our team was kind of Miami of Ohio earlier in the year. Remember it was. That? We, we, we it was kind of our baby. We were, we were kind of watching after Miami of Ohio, and now, you know. Drake, you and your wife flying out in the morning. What, to go to that game? Yeah, Bahamas. I, you know, I wouldn't mind going to me, Bahamas. I I, there's, no reason for me to, <laughs> there's no reason for me to go, but, I, I mean, I'd, I'd love to go to the Bahamas for a few days. And, you know. Uh, and then at 2 o'clock tomorrow, the Cure Bowl. Cure. What is that? Is, is that a hand lotion? What is that? I mean, what is going on? I don't. I'm not see. Sure. Well, I don't. I don't know what that references to. But anyways, at two o'clock, and it is the University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners. Not a bad team. Are taking on the Troy Trojans. I like yeah, Troy. I like Troy. Troy. Troy historically has been a very good team. Troy and State. Troy is, and that's that. That's projected to be a close game by Vegas. Troy is just one and a half point favorite with a fifty-five and a half total. So, um, you know, that's that's what's on slate for college football tomorrow as they kick off 42 bowl games. We're about to take a break, but I think before we go to break, somebody wanted to mention something on the air. Well, hey, I appreciate it. It's uh, State Representative Scott Sapicki, and I wanted to tell you the other day I was listening to your broadcast. 
And Drake, you do a heck of a job. Well, I appreciate that. You do a really good. We don't agree on a lot of stuff politically. That's okay. But you know what? You do a great job, and it's a great broadcast. I just want to let, well, let, I, let everybody know. I certainly appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, uh, State Rep Scott Sapicki. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry right, Christmas. There you go. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you for stopping by. Th- thank you, Scott. Appreciate it, man. So, yeah, um, you know, and, and he, he's right, Drake. I, I get people telling me all the time that they. Uh, oh, man. They're like, y'all need to go two hours or three hours. I'm like, Let's just keep it, the one for now. It does then, fly by quickly. I'll just tell you that much. It really does. I got it two does. or three messages wanting to know where Cocky was today. <laughs> Already. <laughs> well, we haven't talked much about Cocky. Uh, there, there there's old Cocky. There's a Woo-wee. Lord of mercy. Well, that's for you, Jimbo Nutt. <laughs> I tell you what. Something else. I tell you what. And let me tell you what. The, the Clemson Tigers are going to be a different team with the club chick kid or Klubik or whatever his name yeah, is Kublik, at, at yeah. Kublik or whatever it is. Okay, Kublik. Uh, at quarterback than Angela Lele at quarterback. I'm just telling you. They're going right to be now. much better. And Jalen Hyatt, uh, wide receiver for the University of Tennessee, has, has announced he is not playing. Right. He's done. So he's, he's moving on. So, um, you know, I'm just saying, Tennessee fans, be careful um, because Clemson – uh, they're going to be ready, ready to go. I think uh, they have seven half point favorite right now. Yeah, Clemson is. Yeah, and it might might go up. It might go up from there, mm-hmm. uh, especially without Hyatt in because he's a terrific, terrific wide receiver. Um, so anyway, we are approaching our second break, and uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And uh, I'm Drake. You guys give us two minutes. We'll be right back. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello. This is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. This time of year, I'd like to remember the gifts of cheer to put under the tree sharing the things that welcome back to the front porch sports radio hour i'm drake joined by clayton the claw and coach james d it is thursday december 15th and for all you procrastinators not prognosticators but procrastinators castinate crastinators Get off your tail because you got nine days to go buy some presents, okay? And if you're planning on ordering online, (laughs) you better get it in by midnight tonight. Do your part to boost the economy and get get up off your rear ends and go to the stores and buy. Because you got nine days. I mean, you know, it's going to, Christmas morning is going to be here before you know it. Let me throw this in. If you've been listening to, Drake, the snakes, eight ball picks. You got the cash to go buy. That's right. Gifts. All you had to do is put a little coin on my magic eight ball picks, and you guys have enough money for Christmas and birthdays. I mean, come on. And I've got one for tonight's uh, Seattle and San Francisco game, by the way. Um, and Clayton, if you'll remind me before we go off the, the hour is up, I'll give that to our to our listeners in about eight minutes. Okay. Um, our our beloved Titans go on the road this weekend. To where? Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Los. Now, if you haven't looked, and you all might know, but if you know, just hang on a minute. What do you think that number is? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think the Chargers are favored? By? Four points. All right, because you said that, it's probably two and a half or three. It is two and a half. Uh, really? Titans are going to win. I can't believe – I thought it would be at least six or seven. I mean, Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. I've got Keenan Allen on my fantasy league team. I hope he catches 12 touchdowns. But, I mean, they're playing in the dome, in their in their new house, SoFi Stadium. 
and they're a two and a half point favorite. So that's a loss. So they're telling. So the the tight. So what's Las Vegas is saying is that the Titans, who are zero and three in their last three ball games, lost obviously every one of them. Embarrassing losses. And then they're going to travel across country to the left west coast, and they're going to play the Los Angeles Chargers yep. in their house in their dome. And the, the Titans are obviously an outdoor team, as we know here in Middle Tennessee. And they're the Chargers are only favored by two and a half points, not even a full field goal. This is a classic trap su- sucker bet by Vegas. Everybody's going to load up on the Chargers because oh, two and a half, they'll beat the Titans by more than that. That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly what I thought when I looked at the number. But we know better than that from from past histories and and the way numbers move and way numbers are set by the by the bookmakers, right? Right. So uh, that's what's going on. The to- the over under total is forty six and a half. So in today's standards, as far as it's a medium to high scoring football game uh, expected. Uh, so good luck to our Titans, and we'll we'll find out Monday on the show. We'll be talking about that, I'm sure. Um, and like Clayton said, this is the type of game that they'll go and win. Probably that that line makes me think they got a chance. I mean, but the Chargers, you know, they've got Eckler, they've got Justin Herbert, they've got Mike Williams, they got Keenan Allen, and I mean, they, they they've got some superstars on their offense, and they've they've got uh, Derwin James. Yeah. Uh, the linebacker, and he's he's one of the top linebackers in the league. It's not like they're – you know, they got a pretty dang good team. I mean, you know. They beat the Dolphins last week. Remember, had a big lead and like to blew it, 23-17. But this game kicks off at 325 Sunday. West yeah. Coast, yeah. 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 So uh, that's what's on tap for the Titans on Sunday. Uh, tonight, San Francisco is at Seattle. Um, and, you know – who would ever think that we'd get to this point in the season we'd have Brock Purdy versus Geno Smith? Where Geno hey, where Geno Smith play college football? West Virginia. Thanks for and he's been like with every team and got drafted by the Jets. He's been with every team in the He's a journey. Yes. And he's finally uh Pete Carroll has given him the ball, the rock to to lead that offense, and he's done pretty dang good job. Especially when you compare him and his numbers to Russell Wilson over the last couple of years <laughs> in Seattle. He was awful. And he hadn't been very good in Denver either. There you go. So, um, tonight, uh, well, San Francisco is favored by three and a half. What's that, Yeah, you, know, uh, you know, you remember Sunday, 49ers beat Tampa Bay like a drum. Yeah. God, yeah, their defense is about as stout as it 35 gets. points on the Buccaneers. And then they week before that, they beat the Dolphins 33-7. Games in Seattle. Yeah, in yeah. that's going to be a tough environment for for Purdy. Right, you know, let's right. just be honest. That's going to be for for a rookie to go up there and start in that atmosphere is going to be a lot different than what he had last week uh, in San Francisco, playing in sunny California yeah, or Santa Monica, where the stadium's at. Right, and uh, Santa Clara, Santa Clara, you're Santa, right. Santa, Santa, Santa Monica is a little farther south. That's right. That's right. But uh, tonight the over run total is forty three, so they're looking for a relatively low scoring ball game. I would say. Um, no Debo and it, Samuel. And it could be no Debo Samuel. Uh, but he will be back for the playoffs, it looks like. So that's just a strained MCL or something? He sprained his knee and ankle. It was a double sprain. Really? When he got turned back like that on that, that weird takedown. Got rolled had. up on him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's good to hear that he'll be back. I mean, you know, it could be Absolutely. a lot worse. He looked... He looked pretty distraught when they were t- when they were taking him off on the mule on the on the 
cart there yeah. off the field. Um, but like I said, who Brock Purdy, uh, and I believe he played at Iowa State, if I'm not mistaken, Purdy did. I, I think, think so, Cyclone. I yeah. think I think he played at, at Iowa State. And, uh, I mean, who would think that at this time of the year that for the Sam Fran and for Seattle, who are both well into the playoff hunt, uh, and Sam Fran's probably looking to get a high seed, uh, that these two guys would be the quarterbacks. I mean, you know, it, it's just – it's weird how injuries can uh, make or break or determine the fortune of some of these some of these players in the NFL that you that are, that are relegated to the bench, and then all of a sudden, a couple of bad injuries and they're playing coach. I guess it happens on all levels of sports. All but, levels, you never know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. So it's always that next man up mentality, right? To mm-hmm. borrow a phrase that. That's used a lot. Marcus Mariota is leaving the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he was benched for Desmond Ritter. He's done. We'll never see him play another down again, in my opinion, because what team is going to sound a quitter? I, I'm with you. He walked. He walked away from the Atlanta Falcons. They're more than likely going to cut him and make more room on the for make more room on the roster. And it's time. It's time for him to walk away. You know. Um, but how? What, what? What a terrible teammate. What a terrible guy to, to But you know he's not a bad per- I I'm just telling I don't, I don't, what a terrible teammate. That's an awful move on his part. He gets benched. He has a meeting uh down there with Coach Smith and Coach Smith says, "Look, we're, we we tried this all year. We're going to replace you. You're going to back up whoever they name the star." And he just quits. I get it. That I, that that's just a I you know and, and Well, you know I look at it like this right here. You know, you had that conversation as a coach, and you've been beat up, and you know, coach, Just retire then. Just that, say I'm retired. That's basically what he did. So he wrote his own check for retirement. He now. could, He's he done. could, he more than likely will be cut by the Atlanta Falcons and then move to waivers, just like Baker Mayfield did. And then Baker Mayfield was picked up by the Rams, and Got thirty six hours, thirty six hours later, led him to a last second victory. Yep. I mean, ninety three you know, yard drive. You can't, you can't write a book. You can't write. A better ending or better story for Baker Mayfield than that that ball game on Monday night. I believe it was Monday night football, wasn't it? It uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Or was it Thursday night? It was Thursday night, last Thursday night. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, about ninety seconds. Okay. Uh, the Magic Eight Ball. When I pulled it out of its carrying case and off of its uh, blue velvet uh, platform there inside the case. I was talking to and asking what it thought about tonight's game between San Francisco and Seattle, and it actually had two picks. And it says, take Seattle, the home team dog, plus the three and a half, and under the 43. So the home team dog and under. Maybe do a little parlay. So it could be 22-19 San Fran, and you'd win. San Fran's favorite by three and a half. That hook's probably going to come into play. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach D and Clayton the Claw Harris. We're out of here till tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Have a great night and uh, go Seahawks. There you go.